Have you ever thought about that while you're away, your home could be an Airbnb? I did. I actually bought two homes in Albuquerque that I Airbnb'd, and it was just an amazing investment, honestly, because, you know, as you are accruing value in your property, you are also making money on the Airbnbs. It's amazing. So your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 21 Seeds Infused Tequila is a must-have. It's an award-winning tequila. It's infused with real juice, with real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. It's real. So you need like two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. Hey, um, you know how I'm always trying to keep my house parties exciting? New cocktails? <laughs> do you? Yeah. Okay, well, here's something that's going to flip the script. Okay. All right. 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Yeah. yeah. Tell me more about this, right. Oliver Hudson. Yeah, 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila that's infused with juice from real fruits. You only need two to three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. Wait a minute. I think I know what brand you're talking about. You know why? Yeah. Because 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend. It's female founded. That's right. See? Sounds See like how I know? Something I can get behind. I know. Well, there's a good story behind that for sure. Listen, if you love tequila... You have to try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds Diageo, New York, New York. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hi, I'm Kate Hudson. And my name is Oliver Hudson. We wanted to do something that highlighted our relationship. And what it's like to be siblings. We are a sibling rivalry. No. No, no. Sibling rivalry. Don't do that with your mouth. <laughs> Sibling rivalry. That's good. Should we refill the rosé <laughs> so that we don't have to get up during the conversation? <laughs> no? We can refill the rosé. Okay. The rosé is refilled, and we're back. Aaron Bartlett and Oliver Hudson, back at it again. We had a brief intermission with a voicemail listener appreciation episode, and now we're back at it. After two weeks. After two weeks. In, we were at an undisclosed location. Yeah, in Cape Cod. Of perfection. Yeah, it was great. Such an amazing spot. And now we're here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Because I'm doing a job, just starting it. And Aaron's here for moral support because I'd probably lose my mind if she wasn't. Um. <laughs> We came out, our first two, you know, shows, I guess, 
it was pretty deep. We came out with a, we came out hot, you know? So it's like, how do you follow that? But today we wanted to sort of talk about the in-law experience. I was just in mass. So I was just on the Cape with her in-laws, Brooks and Ann. And of course, you know, the first time Aaron, the first time you met, the first time you met my parents, parents, was before we were dating. Yeah. Right, but then we were sort of hooking up. And I had like a morning we after. We had a morning after moment. <laughs> like walk of shame. Yeah, she had a total walk of shame where she was, because I was <laughs> living, living at home. At home. I was 24 and still living at home. I was 23 or 24? No, you were 20. Yeah, no, you just turned 24. Yeah, was that the night with Robin? No. It was. And John? Yeah. I think it was the next yeah, day. Yeah. We had a crazy night. And Robin. Aaron gave it up, you know. Mm-hmm. First time we hooked up. Boom. Right out the gate. Just Do you want to preface it with anything about like a year and a half of friendship, no, 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 phone no. calls, flirting, No, right teasing. out the gate. First time we finally, first time I hooked up. Boom. <laughs> bang. <laughs> boom, bang. Bada bang, bada boom. Mm-hmm. Remember I was like, it was like 6 a.m. And I was like, I'm going to go. And you like grabbed me. You're like, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, I am. You're like, no, you're not. And you like sat me up on. On the sink. The sink. <laughs> in my bathroom. And then, and then the rest bing, is history. Bang. bang. Anyway, she had to do a little bit of a walk of shame because she came down the stairs. And who was there? Your mom. My mom was there. She's like, hi, honey. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this is not how I planned on this yeah. going. Well, staying on theme of in, staying on the theme of sort of in-laws, you know. Well, we ju- I also I thought remember yeah, we were talking about it and our first podcast together kind of unfolded not planned a little naturally and it was scary, but it was very well received. Then we did a little follow-up episode and then I just thought like what else would people want to hear about and like what would be interesting because obviously you know we could talk about us or whatever there's things yeah, and, well but i mean this, we just I, have to stay relevant to sort of not relevant but just you know I, we just got off the cape i was just with your parents totally you know what i mean totally and, and, and your parents came to the cape that's right my parents came to the cape for and the so first that's where time. we came up with this idea because we were like yeah not only that but people want people are curious honestly not, no, I'm not talking about listeners, but just in general of like what it's like to come to in, sort of come into our family, yeah, you know, which is a crazy fucking family of totally celebrity and, I've spent like and insanity. Years you know? trying to kind of describe it and answer that question what's it like, Goldie Hans, your mother in law, and you know, all of these questions. And I thought it would be kind of an interesting, fun episode to divulge a lot of, yeah, well, because in laws, well, no. well, I mean, <laughs> honestly, in laws. Can mm-hmm. break up marriages. Oh, I mean that. I mean, make or break marriages. They can I, make I would or break say, marriages. Honestly, it's the hardest thing for couples to deal with because people can evolve, people can change. I know a lot of people don't think that, but they can. You can grow as a couple. You can grow individually. But one thing that will never change and never go away is your in-laws. Mm-hmm. And so, if you think. If that is a red flag in the beginning of your relationship, Leave. it will always be there. <laughs> Run because 
I mean, honestly, but we it's have, something you know, that- We have friends. We have friends who, not not breaking up, but who have to deal with that shit. Yeah, it's been, and it's major. And what major. happens is it trickles down. Unfortunately, it trickles down into your relationship, even if you don't want it to. Because I think what happens is, you know, you and your partner have a separate relationship, but the minute in-laws get involved, I think the natural instinct is if if- if your partner is criticizing your in-laws, mm-hmm. you may agree with well, your you partner. Mean, you mean your partner is criticizing your parents? Your parents. Your parents. Sorry. So right. let's just say, for example, Oliver has a problem with my parents. And I might even agree with him, but there's something that I have seen and witnessed that goes down, which is you almost want to like protect your family well, because it's your family yeah. and it's your loyalty. So then it gets a little sticky and then... You know, you're trying to please all these different people and different dynamics and layers, and it's very complicated. And I always feel like that's a really tough one because you can go to therapy with your partner. You can ebb and flow with your partner, but, like, in-laws are there to stay. They should do... (laughs) They should have in-law therapy, you know? In-law therapy would be amazing because half the time, I guarantee therapists are like, oh, my God, like a huge part of my, you know, clientele, you know, is dealing with in-laws. So anyways, we thought it would be You probably have to topic. just, in order to get through that, I mean, sometimes you might just have to say, look, it's just not on the table. Like we're doing our relationship, but oh, I, mean, I can't deal what with happens your is you're parents dealing and with, you can't deal with my, but you, but you have no fucking choice. You, you have, have no, no choice. choice. You have no choice. But then you're dealing with generation, you know, generationally, like how traditions and things and people and and now here's the well, thing. Well, also, also like traditions, great, great, you know, um, point. You know, like Christmas, holidays, holidays, and Thanksgiving. Where are you going? And whose place? And whose house? And I've sort of like my family's usurped all no, the holidays. Totally. But, but the thing is, it's different. So getting into our situation just a little bit, we don't. We're so lucky. No, no, no. We hit the we fucking hit the fucking jack jackpot. I mean, pot. we are That's extremely why we can, lucky. I think I mean, have this conversation and yeah. talk about it because a, we're not you know uh, unaware of of how difficult it is and how lucky we are. Um, but I think there's a level of interest because you know you get married and you think, okay, raising kids is going to be your biggest challenge, and it is. It usually that's the biggest thing that people face, kind of how are we raising them, making choices, all that kind of shit. But there's always that background of in-laws because there is, you know, just- a- well, That's our next episode is raising kids. Yeah, totally. Honestly, because it, it, all, it, all, it all factors in because your parents inform how you mm-hmm. want to raise your kids. Or and not my, raise. Or not or raise. Whatever. And my parents inform how- I want to raise our kids and and we have to come together with our different backgrounds and our different ideas. Yep. And somehow and we were mesh them. So differently. Oh my God. Um yeah. but the but core, core right. of family values, meaning family kind of came, you know, it was very important theme and having fun and being together and like at the, you know, root of it, there were definitely similarities. There was happiness, you know, there was, you know, joy and and certain things, but like Long Meadow. Oh, well, God, I mean, but, but not, I mean, <laughs> I came from are, a divorced okay, family. Yeah. My you parents know, are I mean, high school sweethearts. Right. Let's just start by yeah, saying start this. By this. Let's, let's, let's my, start with Ann and Brooks. Yeah. My parents grew up in a small town south of Boston, um, knew each other their whole life, began dating in high school, um, stayed together, got married very young, 
had me at 25, my brother at 27, um, and they are still together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the greatest couples that I know. Yeah. I mean, they are opposites that attract. So, like, you know, they're, they definitely have their differences, but it works. And they've created such an incredible partnership. And I think... Well, your dad is a saint. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's the most beautiful human being ever. And your mom, there's probably no one... No one more I would want to hang out with than your mom. You know, we used to smoke together. We both don't smoke cigarettes anymore, but (laughs) we used, I mean, she was like my girl. Like we would go out on the porch, have our cocktails and just smoke a thousand cigarettes and just talk shit. She is piss and vinegar and is straight up, tell you how it is, no bullshit. And it's just, my parents are in love with your parents, by the way, on a side note, like their best friends. That's another thing that we got lucky. I mean, that normally doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Um, But yes, they were high school sweethearts. I mean, you know, your mom hasn't seen another penis. uh, Besides. One penis. Yeah, that's it. And like my brothers that she was changing. I'm sure there's been some others flashed along the way. But she hasn't, you know, I mean, your dad. it's high school. It was the early 60s. I mean, it was a different time. I always say that to Brooks because Brooks and I have like, you know, very open. And we we have, what? Yeah, but it, okay. You, this you just is talk okay. Candidly. I, mean, I will. Here, she's here's giving the me story. a look. Like you don't want me to. No, but I was going to say the the story was in high school. And my mom would tell this story too. That basically, you know, dating my dad, he was a great older and very charming and kind of you know Mister Popular, whatever you want to say. And he would drop my mom off because she had a curfew, and then head out afterwards to the DQ to the Dairy Queen, <laughs> and like you know still flirt and do his thing and whatnot. My mom, I remember her telling me some crazy stories. She was in the bathroom at high school and she was in a stall and she heard two girls come in talking at the sink, something like blah, blah, blah. And I was with Brooks Bartlett at the DQ last night and this and that. And she came out of the door washing her hands and she looked at them and said, hope you had fun last night, but I'm going to marry him. And like walked out the door. And like, I always thought like, that's incredibly, you know, bold and confident and amazing. And she did. And it was like, have fun, do your mm-hmm. thing. But like, he's mine kind of a vibe. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's still to this day, he is so in love and yeah. always catering and affectionate. And, you know, they, you know, feels like he hit the, you know, jackpot. So. Yeah. And getting into our situation though, with the in-laws. So we started dating and we were dating, I don't know, three or four months, I think. Because it was when? February. Florida? Yeah, yeah, no, no. But then then you said to me, like, I want you to come back and oh, meet yeah. my parents. And I didn't want to go. Right, we talked about this last time, to the Cape. To the Cape, because you had just taken your pro- your previous boyfriend right. there the year before. All of them. You were just one of many. Yeah, I didn't want to be that guy <laughs> the next year right. to come in. So I said, I'm not going. I'm not doing yeah, it. Yeah, so I took someone else and we had a great summer. <laughs> Don't tell. No, but then you did come to Florida. Then I came to Florida. Florida. Then I was like, all right, we're all in. We're in love. It's time to meet your parents. And they were living in Tampa at the time. And we show up and it was immediate connection. Yeah. I mean, I mean, but my dad had known about you for a long time. I mean, you know, they, my parents knew kind of the whole meeting and us and our friendship and our flirtations and this and that, that we were together. And so there was, you know. Yeah. I mean, we have a famous picture. The first night that I met your parents, your dad got a limo 
and we were drinking. We went to Burns Steakhouse. We went to Burns Steakhouse. <laughs> we just got hammered. Like and 19 the, bottles of like Yeah, and wine. the first picture we ever took, Brooks, her dad, Brooks and I took, I had a cigarette in one side of the mouth and a joint in the other side mm-hmm. of my mouth mm-hmm. that he provided. I know. By the way. I know. <laughs> I also <laughs> have another picture. first picture with Brooks. That same night of you guys in the bathroom at like the- Men's stalls, like yeah. stalls or whatever they're called, the urinals. And I, I said, hey, and you both turned around over your shoulder. I mean, it's like a classic picture. And there you guys are. I mean. That's when I was wearing that weird purple, purple shirt. shirt the purple I love that weird yeah, fucking I know. I loved it. Shirt. You had like a rose colored one too. I had that from my guide to becoming a rock yeah, star. That was my right. wardrobe. Jesus. Um, <laughs> but so anyways, my, getting back to, yeah. you know, kind of the differences of our upbringing and our in-laws, meaning I had high school sweethearts, still married, small town, um, you know, growing up. And then you have, of course, two, you know, icon status movie stars, uh, both divorced, you know what I mean? Like you're a child of divorce, like all of those things, you know, we couldn't be more different Mm -hmm. when it comes to that. And then, you know, you throw in just kind of their backgrounds and, you know, your dad and then, you know, Kurt has season and his ex. And, you know, there was just a lot, a lot of baggage. Um, But ultimately, I say this all the time. I'm like, Kurt is originally from Maine Mm -hmm. and born in Springfield, Massachusetts, Mm -hmm. which is even crazier because that's basically the tiny, you know, town next door to where I grew up. And then your mom is from Maryland. So there are these East Coast roots that I think our parents kind of connect on Mm -hmm. in a way. There's a, there's a familiarity. And I think for your parents, what I'll say is, yes, they're these huge, you know, icons and movie stars and, but they didn't, you know, like kind of come from that, I guess. And so there's a comfort or a familiarity when they are with my parents, there's a feeling of, oh my gosh, we can be normal and we're, you know, there's, um, I don't know how to explain it, but mm-hmm. I think there's just a comfort in that normalcy or familiarity, yeah. right? Well, they also just love how real. Yeah, you know, and my parents are, parents are, you know, my parents are New Englanders. They're classic kind of, you know, just easy to be around, like happy to have a good time and have a cocktail and, you know, have good conversation. And, you mm-hmm. know, so they're definitely easy to be around. But imagine you know, me calling and saying like, so, you know. Well, how did that work? So, you know, it's different. We have a bigger family. We have Thanksgivings and Christmases that are sort of these big to-dos. You know, you have a smaller family. Yeah, but very small family. But you were able family. to, you know, but, give up your Christmases and your Well, because here's the thing. Okay, at, at that point, I was whatever, 27 or something like that, 28. Um you know, my brother was, you know, in his mid-20s. So Christmas looked like me just coming home and the four of us would just hang out. And we were just happy to, like, have dinner, you know, maybe go out for, like, you know, Chinese food and, like, order pizzas in, laugh, watch movies. We cooked on, like, Christmas Day, you mm-hmm. know, would make a big turkey and trade a couple presents. But you know, we were down in Florida at the time. So it's not even like I was in Massachusetts where if I was, I might've been getting together with Jill and Deb and Lynn and Craig and everybody, but we weren't. And I was in California, so I was coming home. So it was more about just the four of us being together. It didn't really matter. 
So then it was, you know, you and your family were going to Colorado and it was kind of a really big traditional Mm -hmm. to do. Baby cousins, you know, aunts, uncles, very festive. Uh, And then I remember you saying, like, would you ever, you know, want to stay and come and do Christmas with us? And for me, it wasn't about like Christmas Day and like missing that with my family. It was more just my time to be with them. Mm -hmm. So then what I did was the first couple of years, I did Christmas with my family and then I flew to do New Year's with you. Yeah. And Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving, I I can't remember. I went back a couple of years, but then I started once we were later on. But my parents were like, it was less about the tradition of Christmas. It was more just like, that's a time for us to hang out. Yeah. So as long as I had that time with them, that worked out. We got, well, lucky. got lucky. So it wasn't again. really like choosing. I yeah. know. I got, we got so lucky because there's so many couples who were like, have to sacrifice their traditions. Like Thanksgiving or, with one and a Christmas with another. Yeah. And, you know. I mean, that would make me crazy. I know. It's hard. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's just part of the part of the part of the ball but we game. also I mean, we, lived cross country you know some couples are not i mean you could be across town and and do like the morning with one family the evening with another mm-hmm. it's just part of the deal when you're blending families but we got very lucky um you know in that area but i do remember that first year being like so i think i'm gonna stay mm-hmm. and they were like great we get it you're skiing you're in colorado it's gorgeous like be with your guy and then, you know, they came out to visit me and, you know, it just, it worked. We got lucky with the flexibility. Sakara. Oh, Sakara. Sakara is one of our favorites. Organic, ready-to-eat meals designed to boost your energy, improve your digestion, get that skin glowing We love this meal program. We have been using this personally, Kate and myself, um, long before we were even doing a podcast. So this is an organic promotion because we really love these guys. Um, You don't just get plant-rich meals. You you also get daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your nutrition. The menu is always creative. Chef crafted, ready to eat breakfasts, lunch, and dinners. It just comes right to your door, changes weekly, and it really is a great reset when you're trying to look to reset or if you just love to eat healthy and you need a program to make it easy for you. Um, Experience the transformative power of plants with their best-selling metabolism super powder, um, which is amazing. It's made with organic raw cacao. Love saying that word. It works to boost your energy, eliminate bloating, Minimize sugar cravings, reduce fatigue. This is um, tried and true for me. I know Oliver, it's tried and true. So right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash sibling or enter code sibling at checkout. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash sibling to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash sibling. So I'm excited to tell you about public.com because investing your money can be really confusing. (laughs) Especially when you're just starting out and um, it seems like there's just so many barriers of entry to get started. You know, maybe you're looking for a place where you can build a portfolio and 
you don't know what the hell to do. And, and by the way, this is this is me. I'm trying to be a money guy. I'm an actor. You know, I, I think I know what the hell I'm doing. I don't have the time. Okay, so the whole point of this is that public.com allows you to buy slices of shares that offer you more flexibility on what you can add to your portfolio and you can invest in companies that you believe in. And when you invest with public.com, you're never investing alone, okay? Because they make it easy to collaborate and build your confidence as an investor, you know? So it's not just you at the computer clicking buttons thinking, oh shit, is this good? Is that good? You know what I like about this is that it gives you an opportunity to really understand the stock market without having to invest uh, in in a way that, um, you know, that you're investing thousands of dollars into one stock. So use code SIBLING when you download the app and let public.com know you're coming from Sibling Revelry and you'll get up to $50 in free stock to get started in growing your portfolio. It's valid for U.S. residents 18 and over, subject to account approval. See public.com slash disclosures not investment advice. But I do remember like my mom, you know, the first time that they were going to meet your parents. Oh, how, oh yeah. <laughs> because no matter how many times I tell. Well, what was, what, uh, what about that? Like, well, here's the thing, you know, whether it be like my best friends from home or my parents, it is hard to explain that like, Goldie and Kurt are like Oliver's parents, right? And I learned that really fast too because I remember standing in the kitchen that morning with like mascara, you know, like under my eyes trying to like (laughs) clean myself up. (laughs) And I'm talking to Goldie and I'm thinking, holy shit, I'm in the kitchen with like Goldie Hawn, like – Oh my God, is she going to make like some chicken pepperoni right now? Like, (laughs) (laughs) Kristen Garvey. And, but yet there she was. And I was like, oh my gosh, hold on. Like to me, she's Goldie Hawn, but right now she's Ollie's mom who's in the kitchen, you know, making like probably biscuits and gravy or something, you know, cute Mm -hmm. and fun. And so there is this feeling that immediately you can switch into that gear. It happens faster than you think. Um, And then the next couple of times, you know, it got easier. And then you kind of, start to realize like, oh yeah, like, of course she's Goldie Hawn, but like, she's also your mom. Yeah. And I so mean, that transition probably happens fairly quickly when you're hanging out, when you're with. Well, I think it happened fairly quickly for me only because I knew so much about her from you. And I, you know, she, there, there, there is a feeling of both of them when you meet them. And this is what my parents said too. There's no air. There's no oh my gosh, you're meeting a celebrity. They're, they are so much like, oh my gosh, like we're meeting Aaron's parents or, oh my God, this is all these new girl he's been talking about. Like they don't think they're movie stars or uh, icons for that matter. I mean, literally like your mom forgets, like we're out talking in public and she's, you know, talking all this stuff. I'm like, do you want to maybe like, just keep it down a little? Like the people next to us are listening and she's like, oh, <laughs> I forgot, honey, thanks. I mean, Literally, it's mm-hmm. like they don't, you know, notice or think about it. So that's a very unique quality, I think, for mm-hmm. them. That's that's so, um, you know, beautiful to see. But I think when they met my parents, there was an excitement on their end that they're meeting 
Aaron's parents. Yeah. Like for them, they were as excited or as curious. Well, it's and, also to see, you know, where you came from. Oh, totally. You know? Yeah. And. I mean, that's the thing is you're with my family. Right. So much. Yeah. You know? Well, we live in the same town. We live a couple streets away. So there is that advantage, but. Should we move to the Cape? Yes, To be with should. your parents for mm-hmm. the second half of our relationship. Babe, don't tempt me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I will say, like, you know, one of the first times I was having dinner with your parents, your mom, you know, was so sweet and she was c- going to cook for oh, us. Remember, oh, is this the scallop yes. thing? Oh, yeah. And so <laughs> she was cooking and, and she was going to make scallops. And, you know, she said it to Ollie and Ollie was like, yeah, it sounds great. And of course he knows that, I mean, I like scallops now, but at the time he knew I didn't like love, love seafood or scallops. Oh, you like, you, yeah, you was, didn't like it, nothing. Not I happening. mean, you had no palate. I mean, you nothing. had cheeseburgers, pizza, French fries. French fries. <laughs> like you try, you it's didn't like anything. Palate. Yeah. Yeah. So then of course he says to me, oh, my mom's making scallops. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, he knows I don't like it. And, and, and he's like, should I tell my mom? And I was like, no, what? Tell her that I don't want scallops? And, and he's like, yeah. And I said, don't. I'll, I'll like kill you. I was like, I'll pretend I'll have a few bites. Like you can eat mine. Like just, you know, like any normal good partner would do, <laughs> he would help and cover for me. And of course we sit down, it's outside. She's cooked this beautiful dinner and, you know, done all of her stuff kind of thinking, oh, this is like our first sit down with Aaron. Like we're going to get to talk and meet. I mean, we had met a few times, but um, it was the real first, like, do you want to come to dinner with my parents? So we sit down and Ollie throws his fork and knife down, like a, like a sound, you know, on the table. And he's like, mom. And he was like, (laughs) after she, after she served served everybody, (laughs) we have it on the plate. And he's like, I told you, Aaron doesn't like scallops. She doesn't eat seafood. And he makes this, you know, big scene and Goldie's like, oh my gosh, what, honey? What? You didn't tell me that. I'm, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And I'm literally like mortified. I'm turning bright red. I'm like, babe, that's not true. And he's like, yes, it is. Why are you lying? Like, tell her you don't like scallops. I mean, <laughs> literally threw me under the bus like right away, but it set the tone for the, you know. Rest of our relationship. Rest of our relationship. Because yeah. I was like, note to self, don't ever tell Ollie <laughs> your truth. Because um, I will But it was a, it. an icebreaker and it was really funny and she was so sweet. And, you know, of course I was like, I'm going to eat the scallops. And she's like, it's okay. And like, you know, Kurt's like, yeah, just be honest. I mean, if you don't like scallops, that's okay. Like, why are you hiding it? And I'm thinking, here's a clash of like the most open, you know, honest, say it like it is family. And then I come from kind of like New England, polite, like people pleasing, mm-hmm. you know, background. Where mm-hmm. I was like, I would never want to like rock the boat, but needless to say, ate some of the scallops and they were really good. <laughs> and then I think we went out for pizza. Yeah, so. exactly. No, I know. But and then uh, our parents met and I think they stayed at my parents' touch. house. No, I mean No, not the first time they met. They didn't. Mm-mm. Not the first time they met. They started doing that like Now they're like they call each other the roomies. roomies. I know. I know they're cute. Yeah, I mean, look, my parents, I think for them, obviously as anyone can understand, they're like coming in to meet, you know, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell, like it's a big deal, but Knowing you, I think they just felt at ease thinking like, all right, you know, he's so great. Like, they've got to be pretty great. And then, 
you know, they just really hit it off. I mean, my mom and your mom couldn't be more opposites, yet they just find the best in each other. They find the things that work. And that's what I love. I know. You know, it's like. I know. <laughs> I know. My parents came to the Cape this they came year. To the Cape this and year. they stayed with your parents yeah. in their little condo. Yeah. And of course, you, you know, know, my parents like had this beautiful house at the Cape and they downsized a couple years ago. My mom's like, my parents loved it. They loved it. My my mom was like, oh my God, they're coming to like our little condo, blah, blah, blah. They loved it so much. Meanwhile, they were like, it was the greatest three days. We want to come back. Oh yeah. (laughs) I mean, it was so great. It was so cute. You know, it was so great. Yeah. You know, our upbringings, um, we, you know, we're, we're so vastly different and then we get together and then we have children and you take, you know, certain things from your childhood that you want to emulate. You know, you you had this idyllic childhood in this <laughs> small town of Long Meadow where it was almost like a movie. You know, it wasn't real. And I was in L.A., you know, at 16, like going to clubs. And I'm but, going to like friendlies on a half day. Yeah. Like Henry O'Connor's yeah. basement with like, you know. No, I know. And then we have our kids and- you know, you want to instill some of those sort of small town values into kids who are living in LA. Well, here's you know, the thing. It's, it's, it, it, it's like one of those things where I think when I moved to LA, Jody did the drive with me. I, you know, it's like, I think I thought I would be there very temporarily. Not only did I not think I was going to, you know, marry someone, you know, from there, but I definitely didn't plan on raising my kids. Um there just because it was so, it is so different. But I think, you know, a a great thing is you have now seen a little bit of, you know, my upbringing, right? Whether it be through my parents and my brother and now my friends, um, you know, in in the experience, you've always um, valued it and valued and trusted me in, you know, whatever the experiences were, whether it be from my parents or, you know, location and small town. But I've also looked at, you know, the job your parents have done and the things that you've been through to kind of say, okay, there are a few things that were kind of great that came out of this experience. Yeah, but you're also supposed to, you know, the idea is like you marry your father. You know what I mean? Like, do you think you married your dad? (laughs) Can we cut? Just kidding. (laughs) just kidding. I do. I mean, there are things in a weird way, of course, (laughs) like, you know, it's, it's, it's different, but yes, I, if I had to say like the charming kind of, um, you know, life of the party, you walk in the room, like there is something magnetic about you and my dad. Yeah. But not to get back to our previous episode that we did, you know, but you know, I was sort of this Prince Charming, in a sense, like your right. dad who puts yes. you on a pedestal. I mean, yeah. you know, he calls her pal and and Brooks does to Aaron and and, and he still kisses her and loves her and cries. And, you know, it's it's this this father-daughter bond that is so amazing. And and um, you know, I think you chose me and had this idea that I was going to be like that in a sense. And then of course. Totally. I burst that bubble, eh, you know. <laughs> it's being repaired. Yeah, no. but. No, but here's the thing. Also, that's, 
that's real life, you know, because everybody is going to look at their father in a certain way. Well, it's your first love. Yeah, of course. You know, your dad. Of course. And it does set the standard. And then I think what's the irony is, you know, I had this kind of perfect marriage, you know, to look up to. My my parents never thought. I mean, the one time that Brooks and I talk about, which is so funny from my childhood, where I remember them, they had a party at the house. My brother and I were upstairs Long story short, we heard them kind of arguing. It wasn't even bad, but it was enough for us to sit at the top of the stairs and say, oh my gosh, like what's going on? Like we've never really heard this. And they were arguing and going back and forth. And then they come around the corner and we're at the top of the stairs sitting there. And they're like, oh, hey, what are you guys still doing up? You know, we thought you were asleep. And we were both like in tears and we're like, are you guys getting a divorce? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and they start laughing and they're like, wait, what? Like, no, why? But but that to me was like, my parents were always kind of happy and in love and, you know, whatever. And just to hear them kind of have yeah, an I argument, mean, it's, it's funny. I the, translated it to divorce. Right. And, and, and that is, that was your picture of mm-hmm. what a relationship should be like. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting when talking about parents or in-laws or how, whatever the fuck this episode is about it doesn't really matter but you know that is your picture of what you know a healthy Mm -hmm. relationship is because it was beautiful and healthy Mm -hmm. and then you go to me you know and you look at my situation where them you know my parents were divorced and I have a stepdad and you know yada yada Mm -hmm. and this is sort of my picture of what it is to sort of be in a relationship or Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? And I look and, at and, it like, why are you scared to get married? Like yeah, marriage remember is amazing that. I mean, and beautiful. You know, and you were like, I don't want to get married. Like I don't know if we talked about it in the last, you know, previous episodes, but you know, I didn't you didn't think that we were gonna get married. Mm-mm. You know, because I didn't know if I wanted to get married. I I saw a divorce and then I saw Kurt and mom and it was it was it was great. They they were happy, you know. And so I was like, oh, well, that's the way you do it. You just don't get married, I guess. Exactly. You know? And, then and you I remember challenging at- you and saying, okay, but like, you know, blah, blah, blah. We would go back and forth and kind of argue it. And I think at the end of the day, we broke it down because you would be like, why do you want to get married? Like, what is it? And I said, I remember just being like, honestly, A, I want the party. Yeah, we well, also wanted your dad. And I want my dad to, to walk, like, walk down me down the, down the aisle. aisle. Like, yeah. there's just that kind of tradition and romantic, you know, idea. Um, East Coast, West Coast. Mm-hmm. That's the title. <laughs> that could be the title of the podcast. <laughs> East Coast, West Coast. But, um, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, I, I know my parents did, you know, my dad was Protestant. My mom was Catholic. And, you know, they actually went through a lot of, you know, difficulty. Oh, you know, yeah. Getting married and, the, you know. Well, someone did My dad's mom, like, didn't want to go to my christening. and. Oh. Policy genius. Genius is the key word here. So they're a leading online insurance marketplace. Their mission is to help people get insurance right. Um, And they do this by making it really easy for you to understand your options, compare quotes, and then buy a policy all in one place. So it just sort of kind of consolidates everything for you. They've been going since 2014. They've helped over 30 million people shop for life insurance. This is how it works. First, you go to policygenius.com. 
And then in minutes, you can work out how much life insurance coverage you need and compare personalized quotes to find your best price. And when you're ready to apply, the Policy Genius team will handle the paperwork and scheduling for free. No add-ons, extra fees. It is very, very simple. It's a great place to really shop around and, and, and see what your best options are for your life insurance. Policy Genius makes it easy to compare quotes from over a dozen top insurers. You can save 50% or more on life insurance by comparing these quotes with Policy Genius. You could also save $1,300 or more per year on life insurance by using Policy Genius to compare policies. They have a five-star review across Trustpilot and Google. This is the place to go. You need to insure your life for the loved ones around you. It sounds morbid, but it's a necessity. Head to policygenius.com to get started right now. Policy Genius. When it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. Did you know that 70% of people say they want to use natural products? 70%, but only 2% actually do. Why is this? Because what they sell at, at the store is from the biggest companies, not necessarily the ones that are the best for you. This is where Grove Collaborative comes in. It's an online marketplace that delivers natural home beauty and personal care products directly to your door. Their aim is to make living, you know, the healthiest lifestyle you can easy and accessible to you and your family. So every product they sell it is guaranteed to be healthy, effective, eco-friendly, and affordable. They carry a brand that I like, Seventh Generation. It's in our house. And they carry Burt Bees. You know, who doesn't love Burt Bees? So it kind of allows you to shop with confidence. You know that if you're buying something from there, that you're going to be getting the best price. They've, they've kind of vetted all of the products for you. It's good for your family. It's good for your home. And it's good for the planet. And they just want to make it easy, which I think is just such a great business model because I know I'm always looking for places that kind of vet things out for me that I can really understand. Is this healthy to clean my cabinets with for my children? And, you know, that is that is basically what Grove Collaborative does. With your first Grove order, they're going to set you up with a free 60-day VIP trial, which includes unlimited free shipping, seasonal gifts, and early access to exclusive sales. Choosing products that are better for you and the planet has never been easier. For a limited time, when my listeners, our listeners, I will not take credit for all of them, go to grove.com slash sibling, you will get to choose a free starter set with your first order. So go to grove.com slash sibling to get your exclusive offer. That's grove.com slash sibling. Oh yeah, I was just saying my parents faced a lot of challenges and I think they grew up with you know, this feeling of it's hard enough to find somebody to that you get along with, that you fall in love with, you know, whoever it is, like who background, you know, race, sex, anything. They didn't care. They were just like, we just want you guys to be happy. Mm-hmm. Um, My, <laughs> we were like just dating. I mean, how, I mean how, how long were we dating when I had to go? Not had to, but I went. I went back east with you because your grandfather died. A year, a little a over year. a year, a little over a year. Was it that yep. long? That was trippy. Yeah. Well, because it was so, it was open casket, mm-hmm. 
And I mean, I had never, uh, I mean, uh, it was nuts. I show up and everyone, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and you're meeting everybody and in the family. And I'm meeting everyone in the, the family time. for the first time. There's like funeral home. Oh, I know. That was like That traumatic. was crazy. I, I met your family for the first time. I know. And standing I mean, over your my, grandfather. Not like my first, you know, my parents and like. So I hugged him like, in his casket, remember? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think we got a little off track. What? <laughs> Anyways, um, here's the thing. I, I, what I'll say, like, with in-laws is at a certain point, like, you have to have a connection with your partner that says, hey, you know, these are the things that we're going to have to kind of deal with. These are the things that, you know, because you're making kind of your own new life. And I look at it now having kids and having like my older, you know, my son getting older and this and that. And you think as the parent, your kids are yours. Like you fucking created them. You made them, you own them, they're yours. And then you're letting them go into this whole new world of somebody else's family and traditions Mm -hmm. and, you know, you know, so both grandparents, it's, so it's, it's like, it's you trippy. feel like they're yours and now you have to share like them. Imagine when Wilder or any of our kids I have know. a wife or a, or I mean. a husband and, and they're, and they're like, you know, sorry, dad, going mom, back to New York. Yeah, we're going for, to New York for, you know, whoever's Christmas. I'd be like, fuck, no, you're not. See, this no, you're is not. what I mean. Sorry, you're not going. Well, I mean, and then that's when I come in and say, I talk you off, calm you down. And I say, you know, no it's way. just, I mean, I but that's what I'm saying. And now there's so much more nowadays, I feel like, uh, you know, different blended families and things. And there's a little, it's a little looser, but, you know, back in the day, I mean, you know, you're dealing with traditions and families and different backgrounds and, you know, coasts and places, South, North. I mean, so many factors. I'm sure south people- and North? I'm just saying, like, are you from the Midwest? Are you from the South, the East Coast, West Coast? What did I say? What did I say? You're like, South, North. I meant, like, from the South. But it's funny because usually you go North. People go North, South. You went South, North. I like to go South, North. You do? Yeah. On me? So you start South and then move North? And then move North, yeah. So you start at my... And then move up? Yep. Um, we're getting off topic again this is what happens Um, um, anyways I will say because but but your parents are funny speaking about sex though because it was you know like sexual reference like your mom and dad are always talking about sex your mom's always like ah you know yeah Brooks like your dad like you know, wants to jump on top of me and da 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 da. Yeah, da. Yeah. Brooks is always like, "Hey, yeah, 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 yeah." I mean, they're go. still still going at they're it. Still going at it. I will say, thinking about in laws, and it's it can be a sensitive, like sore subject for some people. We obviously got so fucking lucky. Um, I mean, I've been living with your family, you know, a few streets away for twenty years. I mean, holidays, trips, traveling, like. Um, but I will say, like, just you know there is this feeling of warmth, family, um, you know, they both always kind of want the family to be together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there is, even though it's a, it's a small family, there's a feeling of just generosity that is so big, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of always, 
you know, whether it's Sunday family dinners, you know, movie nights or big, you know, get togethers, like they, they have both, they both had that, I would say from their families. Kurt's oh, yeah. family, obviously oh, was yeah. amazing yeah, and yeah, yeah, living yeah. in California and big and gregarious and all of that. Yeah. I mean, we have a bigger family than you, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. But it was great. I mean, we were back east seeing your family. We saw your aunts, you know, but it's mm-hmm. smaller, you know. It's so small. It's yeah. like, it's just, you it know, is. saw your brother. My cousins and the little cousins. And, you know, but yeah, I mean, it is, it's it's definitely smaller. Um, but when we used to all, when I used to live there and growing up, we always did, you know, big Thanksgivings at Auntie Jill's and it was a big gathering. So there was a very similar feeling to. Do you miss that? Totally. Do you wish that they still had? They still do. I'm just not there. They still do it at either Jill's or my parents. With and, Buddy and Dib with your aunt. Yeah, and Lenny and Craig uncle. and the cousins and everybody come. It was, I mean, back. And so do you, but you've never asked to go back or? Okay, so personally, flying on Thanksgiving, nightmare. Don't want to do it. <laughs> and then I'm flying back to like shitty like weather at Thanksgiving. And I'd rather spend the time with my family in the summer or at another time than actually like Thanksgiving dinner, you know, having turkey. But the tradition when we were growing up was at Jill and Deb's old house that you don't didn't know, but, and it was so fun. And people would stop by and come in late night and everyone be drinking all day, football games, board games, fun, you know, it got wild and crazy. And it's a part of my childhood. I remember being young and watching the adults all party. Then I remember being like a teenager. Then I remember coming home at college, like, you know, it was a big tradition. It was bigger than Christmas mm. um, for my family. And, you know, so you kind of, you know, you want to continue the traditions. But at the end of the day, it's about travel too. I don't, I always think traveling on the holidays is such a pain in the ass. Uh. I would rather have quality time not on a holiday and not travel, but that's me. And I think my parents feel the same way. They they flew out. Well, your parents are so easygoing, yeah. you know. Are people yeah. bored yet, you think? Maybe. Should I talk about your mom and dad? <laughs> <laughs> Keep the viewer listeners <laughs> engaged. One thing I, I'll, I'll, I will say about coming into the family, I mean, I know we talked about like me meeting Kate, you know, for the first time and you know, Boston was definitely like, who's this new person? Because he loved Vanessa. You know, Wyatt was 13 and a teenager. Yeah, Wyatt was wilder. At St. Matthew's. It's so crazy. Um, But I would say that they were so, you know, warm and welcoming and always themselves. Like, you know, Kurt, he's, you know, so wants to have a great connection and conversations and a good time. And, you know, there's just a, a joy, mm-hmm. um, you know, to them. And I think they saw, you know, you and I as, you know, kind of like, a, not that I was like good for you, but I think that there was a feeling of like, oh, I hope this, oh yeah, you know, works. I think you were good and, for me. No, I remember. Remember Kurt? Yeah, he was like, he's like, that's the girl. That's you should the girl be you with. need to marry. Before well, we were even yeah, together. Yeah, that's the girl you should be with. There's something. Like yeah, that, that's the girl right? you should be with. Um, yeah, you know, and was. I think that's kind of like the East Coast, you know, vibe. I don't know, whatever it is that. Well, we're gonna be in laws at some point. I know it's crazy. You know. 
hopefully to um, <laughs> Grace Long. <laughs> Kidding. Oh my God, Wilder's gonna kill me. I wonder if we're gonna be good in laws. I mean, probably. I would I would think. Well, if it's Nicole and Eric, we're gonna be well, all babe. set. Oh, I'm just geez. kidding. Please, can you just go go with my dream fantasy for a minute? I know. It's wow. too good. I mean, you were home and you got you get such a taste of kind of like my upbringing and just the different world, you know. I mean, I've lived in yours. I know all your friends and you know childhood friends and, you know, dynamics and things. And, you know, you've slowly now been experiencing yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you haven't been home to actual like Long Meadow, no. to, like, you know, the rough streets, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you, you know. And I still think that you're only with me because of who my parents are. Well, I mean, I think this is a good time and place to kind of let the cat out of the bag that that was my goal. It's been an insecurity of mine for a long time. All right, good. Well, I'm glad we're getting it out. Okay. How do we wrap it up? I would say when you're in a relationship, obviously we're sitting here, you know, talking about how lucky we got and we hit the in-law jackpot, which, you know, we did. Um even though it's a crazy world to be thrown into, you know, with yours just in the public eye and, you know, dealing with so many different levels and layers behind closed doors, it's the most normal, you know, family that just wants to be together and laugh and have a good time. And um, that was the connection for me where I was like, God, even though this is some crazy, you know, uh, celebrity, you know, family Inside closed doors, there was such a familiarity for me. I felt like being home. I've never once, I miss my family like on a daily basis. And being across country has always been kind of a, you know, a sad thing for me just because I was extremely close with my family and my brother and, you know, just everything, my my extended family. Um, but at least that sense of feeling comfort in family, meaning when I go to my in-law's house, I feel like it's my own. I feel there's warmth, there's joy, there's comfort, there's laughter, there's all the things that you kind of crave. That you miss. That you miss, you, you know? Yeah. And I never have felt like uncomfortable or being there doesn't make me miss my family. Mm -hmm. Like I think a lot of times people are like, oh, I wish I was in here. I was with my family. I miss my family every day. I wish I was with them, of course, but there was a comfort there that I think helped me, you know, in the long run. And I think, um, you know, just dealing with and accepting when you're in a relationship and if it isn't as kind of picturesque as our situation has been or easy, it's finding your partner and finding something to kind of be on the same level or pl plane with, do you know what I mean? Something yeah, to connect on and kind of not make it a battle or a competition. Um, you know, cause I look and I'm like, all right, we're building this family together. I think my parents love the tradition that we come back home and they have a little bit of East coast and they, you know, see that side of the country and their family. Um, and so it's, you know, there's a lot of things to kind of deal with and people to please. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's it's 
just, you know, I look sometimes and I'm like, thank God we're not against each other. Like, what about me? And, you know, I think a lot of times in relationships, whether it be in-laws or anything, it's like, you want to be heard, you want to be seen, you know, and that's just an important thing to figure out, like, before you get married, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but you should and- not be with someone because no, 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 of the no. in-laws, but, gotta, but like, it can. But you got to go in knowing like, yeah. hey, like we got to figure this out because, you know. Yeah. I mean, even traditionally, we talked about it before where I didn't even ask your dad if I could marry I you or, you know, if, you know, to get his blessing. I didn't even yeah. think about it. It it's wasn't even in my- It's an interesting thing to look because I knew when I met you or we started dating this and that, like- Obviously, I was attracted to you. I was thinking about us and and dating and, you know, but when I really started falling, falling for you and just thinking, whoa, um, I remember going to who you would be possibly as a father, Mm -hmm. just your childhood, your family values, like all of those kind of things. Um. And knowing how much you kind of connected with my parents and, you know, it just, there was something in there that. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a big test. You know, meeting the in-laws is a big test. I mean, that's a big moment. Yeah. Where it's like, all right, here we go. You know, it's time to meet the parents. But also like think about it. it, You know, so when I was going. Oh, there's so much. Well, that's why when I was going to Tampa to meet your family for the first time, I didn't want to go uh, right after your last boyfriend was there, you know, and I was like, give me, let me give it a beat. This is a big moment, you know, because this is where that this is where the person that I love, you know, her parents are going to meet me and judge me, of course, that's natural. Totally. And see how that dynamic works. And if it goes off great, then, oh my God, yes. Right. It's just one more step to a potential great future. But if it doesn't go well. Right. But my dad was, it wasn't like, Drilling you and judging you. He was no. like, what's up, buddy? Let's oh, go have some beers. No, we and, like, had, smoke we a started joint. drinking like immediately. And well, your my, mom it, was drinking and we were smoking course. cigarettes. I was like, oh, wow. And then my, you but know, it was meeting, different. It was, yours about, was more, tra- mine was more traditional, like going over to meet the parents. Right. Like, but you me, were just around. Me, I was around, okay. But your previous girlfriend was the most, like, naturally stunning, like, you know, kind of chic, beautiful girlfriend. And she was a Buddhist and Goldie, you know, was into Buddhism. And so I just thought, here I am, like a wannabe actress, you know, like blonde and cute and like showing up at like, you know, like after like my walk of shame. And like, there was this like natural, beautiful Buddhist, you know, like Vanessa, like she was part of the family band one night, like when I met my parents, I come into the house and you guys are all like on bongos and like Tom Cruise and Kate are like on the microphone and there's like Vanessa and I was like oh okay so she's like part of the family band then there's like pictures of you guys in like Peru like in a big family album I mean I was like okay now they're meeting me like you know, normally I'd be like any parents or in-laws like dream. And then there I was like, well, you are so inadequate. Well, I mean, we talked to, a little bit before you know, about how, you know, I, there are certain things about me that are like your dad or similarities. Mm-hmm. Same thing for me, you know, and mom, mm-hmm. you know, there's a spirit about you, you know, sort of a, a positivity, you know, wanting to sort of help 
people and and pick up the underdog and mm. just the outlook on life and the sort of your nature is very similar. I mean, mm-hmm. there's yeah, that's there's no doubt about it. You know, I think that's that's natural. It's normal mm-hmm. that you sort of unless unless you're dad or your mother is just a total disaster and then you go the opposite against it yeah yeah you know yeah and you marry the opposite of your mother or your father because you just can't stand them totally that's not the case i know you know i think we should end there on the fact that like you think of anything like your mom (laughs) it's a perfect (laughs) place to end because i'll take that um yeah I mean, it's interesting. It's just fun to see it evolve. And now, I mean, here we are doing this podcast, looking back, because it's been 20 years, which still blows my mind. But it's a long time to look back and think and just how it's all evolved. But, um, yeah. I know. All right. (sighs) Thanks for humoring me. Who, me or the listeners? Well, you, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) All um, right. You will hear from us again. And I'm sure. What do you want to hear? That's a good question to ask. Yeah. Email, right? Respond. Yeah, yeah. Shoot an email to siblings. It's fun. We're having fun while gmail. Kate's working. And- yeah, Kate's busy. So we're sort of taking over just a little bit. I mean, Kate and I will be sp- sporadically throwing some th- some things in there. And, and uh, you know, Aaron and I will, we're filling in. So what do you want to hear? <laughs> All right, we might need to video one of these at some point because it is funny. I know. Um, all right. Well. All right. I love you. Love you. Love our parents. Love our parents. We got lucky. I'll talk to you. Uh, I'll talk to you later. Yeah, call me later. Yeah, I'll see you later. Okay. Bye. I'll shoot you a text. <laughs> Sibling Revelry is executive produced by Kate Hudson and Oliver Hudson. Producer is Allison Bresnik. Editor is Josh Windish. Music by Mark Hudson, a.k.a. Uncle Mark. If you want to show us some love, rate the show and leave us a review. This show is powered by Simplecast. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.